Welcome to Scaredy Cast. What's up? Kelsey. Tony. You sent me a tweet today. Did I? Oh, yeah, I did. Will you mind <laughs> uh, talking about that tweet? Because we brought this up once on the show a long time ago. We did? And now everything's back in the news again. Oh, you mean about the aliens? Yes. Yes. Okay. And then there was something that I sent myself oh. as well, but it was very long. Um, okay, so um, Kumal, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was an I in there. Kamal? Kamal? I think it's Kamal. Kamal Nanjiani. Mm-hmm. Says, this was his tweet, and I DM'd it to Tony. Says, there have been so many articles basically confirming the existence of UFOs, which is actually an article that I sent myself a few days ago to read. Uh-huh. It says, in the last couple of years, and we're all like, now right now, we're kind of dealing with our own shit. And this is so true. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so. Like, we just don't even give a fuck anymore that there could be aliens because we're was, like, you know what? Like, unless you're going to come save us from all this craziness that's going on, like, we don't give a shit. We got it. It was like a year or two ago. Whenever, like, they just released all this information, was like, yes, we have had encounters with UFOs, and then just nothing even happened, and nobody said shit. And people like are still calling people, like you know, that say like, oh, I was abducted by aliens, or I've seen aliens, or whatever. Like people still call yeah. them crazy, and it's like, no, our own government just released all this stuff about aliens and UFOs. Yeah, and that was the New York Times thing that I said is that there was this guy from the Navy who basically was on this military like branch that only lasted from 2005 2012 Mm -hmm. but that was their whole job was trying to like track down these ufos and like identify them and there's just so many that they couldn't and there's this one where he was saying that he was flying like a thousand feet under it and it was he was like i know it was there it was on the radar like we saw like whatever we were tracking it for a few days he's like but i couldn't make like I couldn't make visual of yeah. it. So he's literally right below it. And he's like, my helmet should have seen it. Or like my helmet camera, whatever she's seen it. Like this should have seen it. It was on the radar. I know it was there. Like, and I couldn't see it. It's just like, what the fuck? This guy says that on their, like just at the base, they could see it from the air, like the base. He says, these things would be out there all day. And keeping an aircraft in the air requires a significant amount of energy and with the speeds we observe, 12 hours in the air is 11 hours longer than we would expect. Wow. That's insane. He says in late 2014, or not he says, as the article says, in late 2014, a Super Hornet pilot had a near collision with one of the objects. That's, that's how close they came to these things. But they never actually interacted? It says some of the incidents were videotaped including one taken by plane's camera in early 2015 that shows an object zooming over the ocean waves as pilots question what they're watching. That is insane. Like, and that's what makes me so mad about all the BS that like the world feeds us about like all this stupid little politics stuff of like, there's literally aliens out there. Like we should all be like uniting and figuring out what the fuck that stuff is before it either destroys us or decides that we shouldn't live. <laughs> so either way we get destroyed. Yeah. Like, and it was saying like a lot of them could like, could be uh, like passed off as like commercial drones and stuff like that. And they knew about that stuff, but there's a lot of stuff that they were just like, 
we didn't know what the fuck it was. And we were just okay with that. Uh, it says, Lieutenant Graves cannot explain what he saw. In the summer of 2014, he and Lieutenant Danny Acoin, who was another Super Hornet pilot, were part of a squadron, the VFA-11 Red Rippers, out of Naval Air Station, Oceana, Virginia. Shout out. I guess. I don't know. Hmm? Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to the Red shut Rippers. Shut, shut up. <laughs> I was like, okay. Shut up. <laughs> It's like, I'm not saying anything. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're hearing right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really thought you told me to shut up. Shut up. Like, okay. <laughs> Get some Dad. The pilots began noticing <laughs> objects after their uh, 1980s era radar was upgraded to more advanced system. As they had one, 1980s radar on their they had thing. I did old not radars, know. and wow. then once they got them upgraded, that's when they started crazy. noticing crazy things. What? Where's all our trillions of dollars going? To <laughs> that goes to the military. I don't know. As one fighter jet after another got the new radar, pilots began picking up the objects, but ignoring what they thought were false radar tracks. Um, they say people have seen strange stuff in military aircraft for decades. We're doing a very complex mission to go from 30,000 feet diving down. It would be a pretty big deal to have something up there with us. So. That is. Okay. So. Is that scary news to you? First of all, that the military knows about all this stuff and they're not really doing anything about it. Mm. Or is it like kind of cool? Like, I don't know. I don't know. He says, like, they also say uh, he interacted with the objects twice. The first time, after picking up the object on his radar, he set his plane to merge with it, flying a thousand feet below it, like you said. But he said he wasn't able to find it with his helmet camera. And then a few days later, he said his training missile locked onto the object with its infrared camera. That's crazy. So it's not like, and that's like even the crazier part is like, it's not like they're not trying to not be seen because it's like they have to know that we know that they're there. And they're like, whatever. Yeah. And like in this article, he says how that they just figured it was some part of like some classified drone program going on that they weren't even told about. So they're just okay with that? Why is the military supposed to just say like. But then. In late 2014, he was back on the base when he encountered a squadron mate who just came back from a mission with a look of shock on his face. He said he was stunned to hear the pilot's words, I almost hit one of those things. They says that they were flying in tandem about 100 feet apart over the Atlantic east of Virginia Beach when something flew between them. What? Right past the cockpit. And they're 100 feet apart. And something flew right between them. 100 feet is not that far. No. And they say that it looked like a sphere encased inside of a cube. A sphere inside of a... Like those things that you draw? I guess. I don't <laughs> like, know. You know, like those things that you... Like, I mean, I'm sure you could draw it. <laughs> you know, like like how you do those little sketch things. It's like a cube. And then sometimes you like draw stuff inside of it. Yeah. What? And 100 feet. So that's way smaller than an airplane. And they say that the video that they would watch and when they would play it back was that these objects would just be sitting still and then accelerate to hypersonic speeds and then make sudden stops and instant turns. 
something beyond the physical limits of a human crew. Dude, and they, they're they just sitting on this the whole goddamn time. Uh, when people ask what they thought the objects were, pilots refuse to speculate. He says, we have helicopters that can hover. We have aircraft that can fly at 30,000 feet and right at the surface. But combine all of that into one vehicle with some type of uh, object or like vehicle that doesn't have a jet engine or even put out any exhaust. So like every vehicle period pretty much puts out some sort of exhaust. Yeah. But they can't see this. Like it doesn't, it's not picking it up. Wow. That's crazy. It just, so the fact that they allowed or whatever that they've allowed this stuff to be like unclassified and that these soldiers can even talk about this just makes me wonder about the stuff that they aren't letting us know about. Right. I think that's the scariest part of it. It's like, they're like, oh yeah, just tell them about this sphere in a cube flying just doing whatever it wants yeah that's fine tell him about that but it's like what are you not fucking telling us yeah we but probably, i mean it's probably like some men in black shit is real we have like it's aliens like living among the us. government itself like they're confirming that ufos are real and they're still fighting all these stupid goddamn wars nobody cares yeah they're like whatever bro like, nobody is saying anything <laughs> like no one's freaking out on twitter no one's like, this isn't on any big news sites. It's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, like some pilot, he yeah. confirmed that they encounter like UFOs all the time while they yeah, were doing training missions. It's like, well, yeah, that's cool. But did you guys check out that new trailer for John Wick? Like, I mean. Yeah, bro. Yeah, but what like, about AOC? If this was back in the 90s, people would be freaking out. Mass like, hysteria. Holy shit, yeah. Is, like, remember Signs? That's yeah. Just, that's probably one of my top scariest movies that scared the shit out of me yeah yeah and the fact that people aren't freaking out it's almost like are we too exposed to the stuff <laughs> like like you know we see all these scary stuff like all the if time. one of these things landed somewhere We'd be gone. and just all the news feeds obviously would turn tune into it i bet you the bachelor whatever would still get more like ratings <laughs> they're like we interrupt Bachelor for some uh, <laughs> yeah. for our Earth getting invaded. Everyone on Twitter is like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, everyone's like, "What Who's, the hell?" Who gets the last rose? Who's bro? getting the rose? I mean, oh my god, aliens don't get roses. Dude, like you fucking ruining Bachelor back. Yeah. Forever. They're supposed to find them forever love, man. Yeah. It's supposed to be all about love, not aliens. Aliens aren't about love. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right, though. What happened there? Oh, my God. Did you see the uh, I saw it was trending. I didn't read it, but I guess like some news person or like some weather person went off because um, where all the tornadoes are happening right now in the Midwest that mm-hmm. like Twitter, like a bachelorette Twitter got all super fucking mad that they interrupted a little part of it to give like tornado warnings. Ugh. Like that's some, but that's exactly what you're talking about. Like someone could say, like, um, hey, aliens are literally invading our planet right now. You might want to like tell your loved ones goodbye, and they'd be like, the fucking bachelorette, bro. <laughs> bachelorette. Ah, where's my fucking wine? <laughs> oh, God. I need to know. Is Kristen gonna get the rose? I just, I, they don't even understand me. It would happen too. That shit would happen. What? Okay. What would you even do? I don't know. Like I, w- I mean, I would watch to see what happened. I, I'd, I'd be like, are they nice? Doubt it. Are they mean? Like, do they come out of their thing and just start zapping everybody like Mars attacks? Or 
Would you be nice to us if you were an alien from like, and you were like way in the future and everything was like peaceful and stuff like that? Like, would you be nice to us? I mean, I think ruined our planet. I think I would. You would. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, just think about it. If we suddenly get the technology to go visit another planet and we land on it. I mean, we're not just going to bust out of there and just be like, we're killing whatever's here, man. Bah. I mean, I mean, if, it just depends on who we send. But <laughs> if you just think about the people who we would send, like they wouldn't, they'd like walk out of the ship and be like, hey, we're just visiting. But What's do you up? think they would be nice? No. I don't know. Because I doubt that we would be nice to, to aliens. It depends on where they land. Not if they land here, I'm sure. If we're they not land, even nice to, we're like, not even nice to people from another country. I mean, it, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like it depends on where they land. Are they landing in like backwoods Kentucky or something, or we're like they're just gonna get shot with like Jim Bob shotgun, or are they landing <laughs> like, in like stand your ground law? Yeah, yeah. Are they like, <laughs> I don't care where you're from. Are they down landing in like downtown Seattle, where everybody's like, oh, Ooh. hey. We, let me show you the gum wall. Have some weed or something like that. <laughs> Hell like, yeah. They're probably landing in Colorado. They'd be like, you know, yeah, like, I guess it just, they better land somewhere nice. I wonder where the best country for them to land would be. Canada. Canada? Oh, yeah. They would be yeah. Like, yeah. Probably. I mean, problem. Toronto? Yeah. I think or London? Good. I think London would be the best bet. Think so? London's going to be their best bet. I don't know, because they got Brexit shit going on right now. They're all like tension, stuff like that. Well, that's what brings everybody together over there. But the queen is supposed to be a lizard, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think London's the best bet. Don't come here. Man, that's crazy. It's crazy thing about all the stuff that our government knows about that we just have no idea. Yeah. It's mind-boggling. Buggling. Um, yeah, well, aliens, if you're listening to podcasts. Um, hey, be nice to us, please. If you guys want to land, just be cool. Some of us are cool. <gasps> some are not cool. What if we got a Scaredy Cast exclusive interview? Oh, that'd be the best. What do you think they would want to say or talk about? Um, what if they want to talk about Godzilla and it was all up to Calvin? (laughs) And he was like, and he was like, nah. (laughs) He was like, bleep, or. That's what Godzilla says. They're like, nope. Zap, Uh, zap, zap. (laughs) We're just gone. Jeez. He's like, well, I would talk about that, but I don't want to. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know, I'm going to take back London. Australia, maybe? No. I'm going to say Japan. Ooh. I'm going to say Japan is going to be you their best so? bet. Even though they yeah. were just like super nice to Trump? <laughs> like, I don't Well, I just think it's, I think they're just all super nice in general, maybe. Yeah, that's true. And they seem like maybe technology-wise and like, like intelligence-wise, they're a little more advanced. Like, like it, all right, so like in America, okay? And I'm American, so I can say this. I don't care. Everybody knows this. Ooh, you're, you're, it's spotty. You can land exactly what you said. You can land in one spot and you're fucked. You can land in another spot and you'll be fine. Maybe kind of fucked. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> just like, like taking a road trip across America. You know, Your car could break down in one spot and you're going to get fucking robbed. Or it could break down another spot and someone's going to give you a ride and they're going to repair your car for you and fix you up. And they're going to offer you 20 And off you go. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's just like aliens landing here, you know? Ooh, they should land in Amish country. Uh, no, no, nah. they're dead. Nah. They're dead. Yeah, yeah. hundred. They would be dead. like devils. I've been through <laughs> Amish country. Like, is it bad? They're super dead. Is it? Like I think creepy? they'd be super dead. Yeah. Why? Know, just like they just don't. Nah. I don't know. They'd be super dead. I think. Yeah. They should land in a spring break party. And I just feel like Japan, intelligence wise and all that, 
I agree with that. I think Japan. I think they would be, you know, he's better off there. And even if they were scared, they, I feel like maybe I've never been to Japan, so I don't know, but like everything I've heard is like, like you said, like everyone's super nice and polite and like all that. So it's like, maybe they would, even if they're scared, they wouldn't ever tell them that they're scared. Yeah. They'd just be like, Hey, just don't ever go to America. Cause I, it's okay. Oh my God. What if you go there, only go to like Seattle. Remind me to tell you something after this podcast because it cannot oh. be recorded. Oh, <laughs> yes. I get the scoop. Um, so I have like a main story-ish kind of thing. Okay. Um, if you are listening to our podcast, thank you. Hey, yes. So you much. If you're hiking, you might not want to listen to us because we're going to talk about the scariest places in the United States to go hiking. And I don't want you to be hiking right now and just bring up all the spooky stuff (laughs) and then it be where you're hiking right now. Yeah. Because that would be spooky. Hiking, I feel like, is already scary, especially if you're in the woods or like somewhere that you've never been before and you're by yourself or you're only with like one other person. It's already scary. So now it's haunted scary or just scary, scary, scary. I'll go on Reddit sometimes and there's uh, like an ask me anything where they just ask a question like, People on Reddit answer, and sometimes it's like people who have gone who have gone hiking. What's the scariest thing that's ever happened to you? Oh, okay. And most of them are like, I was walking and I stumbled onto like where people were making moonshine in the woods, or like there were meth, like a meth lab in the woods, or like that would be creepy. Yeah, like you're gonna like. But like, where are you hiking at? Like that, literally, <laughs> no one has ever been there except for these crazy meth people, moonshiners. Uh, so the first one on the list is the spirits. Of a sanitarium stock long path, New York. What? New York's long path trail is a 358 mile long trail. Holy shit. That's not a trail. That's a state. That's a a city. Uh, (laughs) It stretches from the 175th Street subway station in New York City all the way to John Boyd Thatcher State Park near Albany, New York. Who the fuck said, hey, this is a trail? <laughs> like, is that the Oregon Trail for New York? Like, that's not even it's a It's a beautiful thing. trail that I mean, connects I'm sure it is. a large number of New York's preserves, parks, and state forests. Okay. But However, <laughs> of course, with that much distance, you're bound to run into something spooky. In your neighborhood. Yeah. 358-mile trail. I can't even get over that. Like, I'm not even. On this trail. It just happens. There's something for Long Path. Happens to be in the Thales Rockland County. It's here that the trail passes the Letchworth Village Cemetery. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's where it's haunted? There are graves here from the nearby village, which was a mental institution built in 1911. What? A whole village was a mental institution? For the epileptic and feeble-minded. So they weren't even crazy. That's sad. It housed (laughs) mostly children and was a doomed place from the start because it was grossly underfunded. The institution quickly grew overpopulated with patients until at one point it was reported that some 500 patients lived on cots in the hallways. What? There were also gruesome practice of scientific experiments and tests on the children housed there. They experimented with the polio vaccine in the 1950s. The place was shut down in 1966, but the buildings have remained. 
shadows, voices, and apparitions can be seen in this area of the trail. So do people literally just drive there just to go to the haunted part of the trail? Oh. That's really American Horror Story. Like, you're going to get marked. If you're in Maryland and you're hiking right now, I hope you're not hiking on the Bloody Lane Trail. Because this is where ghosts of the Civil War haunt. Dang. Visitors can walk this stretch. (laughs) Fittingly known as Bloody Lane, ghost stories abound as one might expect given the area's gory past. Visitors on the path have noted scents of gunpowder and smoke when no one's around. And there's a near constant eerie silence. It was like too silent. People have seen men in Confederate uniforms walking. Apparitions so convincing as some people thought it was a reenactment going on. I was just going to say it's probably those crazy people <laughs> that like dress up. Uh, yeah. Wow. In one event, schoolboys visiting the site reported that they heard singing in the fields. And it sounded like a Christmas carol. I always wonder with apparitions, like, you know how they're saying they're saying like, oh, I think it was a reenactment. Mm-hmm. Like, when do you know that it's a real person versus it's not a real person? Is it like you turn the corner and they should be there and they're not there? Maybe. Or like you look behind a tree. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this Confederate soldier should be right here. Yeah. And not. Where'd you go, guy? Where'd you go? If you're <laughs> hiking on the Iron Goat Trail in Washington, <gasps> it's <laughs> freaking haunted. <laughs> That sounded goat meat. Goats are freaky, anyways. Their eyes are. Goats are kind of crazy. They are. Like, like anyone that says, like, oh, my favorite animal's a goat, I'm like, not to be Like any devil worshiping stuff, there's always a goat involved. Yeah, and their eyes are sideways slanty. Like, it's skinny. It's. uh, Or, like, is it. Look at that. Yeah, it's like a sideways cat. They're haunting eyes. They're haunted eyes. And they just, like, stare at you. My friend in school had a goat for a pet. And they just don't give a fuck. Guess what his name was? Mm, Billy. Yep. <laughs> I was like, it was be hard. I was like, nope. <laughs> High in the Cascade Mountains of Washington, the Iron Goat Trail marks the site of one of the country's most disastrous railroad accidents. In 1910, two trains were waiting at the Wellington Depot attempting to cross the Cascade Crest in a blizzard but they were knocked off the tracks by an enormous avalanche, killing nearly 100 people. What? Mm-hmm. An avalanche? Hikers can now walk along that stretch of the railroad through a tunnel nope. where the avalanche came roaring down. Visitors report hearing voices, strange cold spots that make the hair on their neck rise up. Other reports, unseen hands grabbing at them. Are full-on apparitions crossing the tracks? Like so, they can go in that dark-ass tunnel mm-hmm. where that train is supposed to be at. Yeah. Someone's like, "Oh, I feel like I'm in an avalanche. It's so cold." <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Ghost House okay. Trail in Tennessee. Why would you go hiking on a trail called the Ghost House Trail? Or like you know that thing that you drive by? It's called like Bloody Basin. And you're like, no. Yeah. Like who the fuck? I think is that's actually where we went hiking. Oh, is that where you went? Yeah. And it was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Oh, maybe it was like Iceland where it's like they name it something different because they don't want anyone to come. Then like well, I think they called that Bloody Basin. Like here in Anthem, like just north by the mountain, apparently was like some 
part of a war broke out between like Native Americans and mm. the cavalry or whatever. Oh, that's why it's called that. And like a lot of people died in this area. So it's like there's some people like who have houses here in Anthem that talk about like yeah, we hear drumming and shit like that out in the desert in the middle of the night. Like it's super crazy. I know. I gotta go. Bye. I need to go back to my own haunted house. <laughs> uh, the Ghost House Trail outside of Knoxville, Tennessee, has more than one restless spirit haunting its woods. Apparently, a family whose property edges the trail acquired a phantom dog once. Hmm? Yeah. Like, they're like, hey, come on, boy. Hikers report <laughs> hearing a dog panting and running, but there's nothing there. And allegedly, if you take a photo in the family graveyard... It is likely you will see a shadowy or grossly ghostly figures standing among the tombstones. Who is like, yeah, let's take a picture of this graveyard. Who the fuck? Like, you deserve to be hunted. I took a picture of your graveyard once. In it or like of it? Of it. Okay, that's different than being like, hey, let's go take a Like, hey. I'm it was actually when we went to go see Amish people in Iowa. Oh, okay. uh, we were driving through like the little mountain area and there's like a crazy old broken down graveyard up there. I feel like it's different taking a picture of it versus being in it and being like, hey, great family photo time. All right. <laughs> like, <cool>. Selfie. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, side note, I did not know there was Amish people in Iowa. So now I learned something. Mm-hmm. They're there. Uh, if this isn't creepy enough for you, the spot is also a memorial for a man named Peter Graves who was brutally murdered by local tribes. Visitors report seeing his mutilated apparition wandering the area. Making this spot a triple threat with ghost dogs. <laughs> this guy. There is also uh, this guy. It is supposed <laughs> to be haunted by the spirit of a witch who was hung nearby, Mm-mm. and allegedly screams can be heard when you're walking on the trail. No, Mm-mm. like the dog. I'd be like, all right, the guy maybe. But a witch that was hung, so it's not like, oh, she just died peacefully. Like, yeah, she's out for blood. She's a witch. Hell no. She's hung, and if you go light the candle, any virgins out there light the candle, you're sure she's going to come back with her sisters <laughs> and try to suck out your spirit so they can stay young forever. Try to suck out your spirits. Hmm. <laughs> if uh, you're a virgin. No, virgin. Hocus suck focus. Out your spirits. A virgin. I'm reading the sequel to Hocus Pocus right now. Oh, it's a book? They came out with a book that's a sequel to the movie. Was it ever a book in the first place? No. Or they're like, we're not going to do another book. We're going to just write it. We're, we're not going to do another movie. You're going to write a book. Yeah, pretty much. Huh? Yeah. That's weird. It is weird. That's like. Especially since like everybody involved with the first movie is like, yeah, we would totally do another movie. Yeah, and they're so live. Why would you not looking? do another Hocus Pocus? Especially now. Like, especially it's like more popular now than it was back then. Yeah, and it's not like you're going to need lots of CGI and like a, it's not going to be a big blockbuster movie yeah. that's going to cost millions to make. That's so weird. I don't know. Maybe the cat died and they're like, no, we can't replace the cat. He was the star. <laughs> <laughs> There's something in the cat's claws, like the cat's owner's claws. So it was like, this original cat has to do be, it. Yeah, <laughs> it cannot be another cat unless it's a direct descendant. Uh, Spring Canyon, California. Y'all know what happened there, right? Oh, it sounds so nice. This is where the Manson family hid out oh. at the infamous Barker Ranch. Dude, that shit's crazy. Hikers are allowed to camp on the grounds. Who? Who? But crazy people. But those brave enough have reported the feeling of being watched in the distinct stench of decomposition. Hmm? 
So it, not only are they like there where all that crazy stuff happened, but also smells like dead bodies. And they're just like, yeah, we're going to camp much. here. Okay. The followers of Manson, since they were like young teenagers, they didn't actually go to jail for a long time, right? Like, Or did they ever go to jail? I thought I read something that they like either went only went to jail for a little bit or like they didn't get like the life sentence that he did. So they could very well be watching. Well, like them. the ones that murdered like Sharon Tate and all them, they went to jail. But not but all like, of them. But like, yeah, I don't think like all of them, like all of his followers. No, they didn't. So they probably are being watched. They might be being watched. Some people might be out there. Yeah. There was, I forgot what it was. Oh, it's a uh, dark tourist on Netflix. Which everybody should definitely watch because okay. it's really good. Is it a series or a movie? It's a series. Okay. Uh, it's just basically like, I don't remember his name. Um, he's like a popular like documentary host kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But he goes to just like weird locations around the world. And I think it was him on this episode. Like he went to this area and like one of like Charles Manson's followers like actually took him there and stuff like that. And it was kind of weird. How do you go from being a Charles Manson follower to just being like a normal like Jane Doe? I don't think they did. I think like you can't. I don't think so. There's no way. So now she just. Who was like that big Hollywood actor who like. Was a I think it was Brian Cranston. What? Like somebody like encountered like Charles Manson back then and they were like invited to go with him. But they were like, nah, dude. I think it was Brian Cranston or somebody. I love Brian Cranston. He's great. He's amazing. Maybe he was just like, nah, like I won't do that, but I'll sell my soul to the devil. And that's why he's such like a good actor. <laughs> Maybe. Um, a dumped body searches for victims along the Spruce Railroad Trail in Washington. Don't go hiking in Washington, apparently. Dude, Washington is spooky. Um, that's why it's always gray. History goes, in 1937, a woman was brutally murdered by her husband who dumped her body in the lake and fled to California. Her body was found... Three years later, and her husband was arrested but paroled after spending nine years in prison. Burr. The strange thing about her body when it was found was that it was perfectly mummified. What? It said that her spirit is seen wandering the tracks and trail along the lake asking for help. Damn, that's sad. How did they get him three years later? I don't know. I feel like there wouldn't be any evidence anymore. Big Bend National Park in Texas has been haunted for a long time. <laughs> Forever. Mm-hmm. Big Bend National Park. I feel like if you did enough digging, you could probably find like everything is haunted. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's no way. Yeah. Especially the more people that live on the earth and the more people that die. You can't tell me. Uh, this Big Bend area in Texas are full of Native American and Mexican folklore, each with their own various tales. Visitors report ghosts and glowing orbs throughout the park. Would you rather see a glowing orb or a ghost? Neither. <laughs> well, which one? You got two. Uh, I say an orb. Because at least I'd be like, well, that might be an angel. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I guess you're right. Even though I don't really believe in religion, but I mean, maybe I'd be like, oh, maybe that's Hey, guess one. what? We're back in Washington. Of course. Camp Muir Washington is full of mysterious disappearances. Uh, Mount Rainier is not a beginner's peak. Well, duh. Yeah, isn't that like one of the hardest yeah. mountains to climb, just period, in the world? Yeah. There's a lot of death on that mountain. 
The park actually prepares for at least one hiker to die a year trying to hike it. Apparently also like Mount Everest, like apparently there's some big uptick and just people dying constantly on Mount Everest. Yeah. Like uh, was it like 11 people in the past two months or some shit? But Mandy Moore made it. Pop singer Mandy Moore. She just hiked Mount Everest made it to the top. So if Mandy Moore can do it, come on guys. That's not real. It's real. That's real. I swear. And then she probably got helicoptered down. Probably. She probably, she probably got helicoptered, helicoptered up. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay, make sure I'm in that, like the like a few good spots to take a picture of. So people... <laughs> right? Um, I think what it is, like what I got from it is that it's become so commercialized that all like that they're just selling so many like way more spots than they're supposed to. And that they're just taking up all these like super rich people that can pay twenty thousand dollars to uh, come Mandy, Moore, Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore right here successfully completed her trek in the Mount Everest base camp. Oh, which, base camp. So she didn't go all the way to the... Not the tippy top. Yeah. She just made it to the base camp, which is still We're pretty freaking... Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It's 17,000 feet above sea level. There is so much magic in these mountains. They represent adventure in the grandest form and in a language all their own. How pissed are you if you're like one of the first people that climbed Mount Everest and like now fucking Mandy Moore is like, oh, it's so magical. Uh, I'm going to write a song about this. Breathing and altitude, for instance, is not easy. Breathing and altitude? That doesn't even make any sense. That's not even a fucking sentence. Breathing at altitude, for instance, is not easy. Besides hydration and staying nourished, breathing is the vital key in the fight against altitude sickness. Oh, breathing, you need to live? Oh, okay. It's also <laughs> a major takeaway that I will be employing back to the real world, whether I'm in the midst of a tough workout or a weird day. Mind blown. She's comparing her experience of like... Breathing. Breathing on Mount Everest to yes. like just breathing with a hard workout. Yes, yes. That's the bullshit that makes me think she did not actually climb that shit. No way. There's no fucking way. <laughs> She probably paid some like Sherpa to like be on his back and like it's, he did it. It's impossible to be lucky enough to arrive at the foot of these mammoth peaks and not be attuned to the palpable energy of all those who came before and lost their lives in these mountains. The wave of emotion, respect, reverence, appreciation that washed over us as we took in the prayer flags and yellow dome tents of base camp and sat on the rocks regarding the chortens that dot the hillside of the Toka Pass the day before, profoundly. Breathing is vital. <laughs> I'm going to take that back to me uh, when I get to like regular life is that I should probably breathe every once in a while. The summit of Mount Everest is 12,000 feet higher than where she was. So Damn. Yeah, she was... 29,000 feet. Yeah. That's crazy. Was that four miles? Five miles? I have no idea. I don't know either. How many? Uh, apparently, but yeah, 11 people have died already. But she didn't, like, the headline, you but know, headlines. The headlines say, like, Manny Moore completes trek to Mount Everest. No, that's false. It's like, no, well, yeah, she's at Mount Everest. She's there. Anybody can go to Mount Everest. Yeah. I could go right now. Go to the top of it. I'll go right now. Go right, go right now. I'm going to go right now. Manny Moore. Who's Manny Moore? She was a singer in like 1999. I don't know. A long time she ago. Said some, is it, she the one that sang Candy? No, that was Jessica Simpson. She was in A, a Walk to Remember. Oh, God. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so sad. I can't <laughs> Don't fall in love with me. That movie. Don't fall in love with me. <laughs> I have history like, of that I movie. I won't. I got history of that movie. It's annoying. 
<laughs> I remember my girlfriend broke up with me. To, because of that? And no, no, no. She had broke. We had broken up. She got a new boyfriend, and I was pissed, and you know, trying to get her back and stuff. And she was like, "Watch this movie, because you'll understand how I feel." I'm like, "Fuck yourself." What's that even mean? That I watched like- this movie. I'm like, "You're not dying." Yeah. Like. Yeah. But she- Mandy Moore doesn't even make a choice between two people. And well, I know, but like, she, she- was torn. She was trying to say that she was. Whatever. It was uh who was in that movie? Who were the two guys? It was like the dude from um, American Pie, Ox, poor man Keanu Reeve. It and was then, the guy uh, that was like I want to say his name is Shane. Ugh. It looks like a Shane. <sighs> What's his name? Here, Obviously, if you're hiking around the Hollywood sign, don't do that. If you don't <laughs> like ghosts, <laughs> don't do that. Um, I mean, there's tons of hauntings around the Hollywood sign. Most famously. Is Peg Entwistle an aspiring starlet in the 1930s? Things weren't going the way she had hoped, and she jumped from the H of the Hollywood sign, ending her life. Ghost stories started leaking out as early as the 1940s. In the 1990s, hikers recall being stopped in their tracks aghast at the sight of a confused blonde woman in 1930s attire. Hmm. Blind? Blonde. Blonde, okay. I was like, dang. Other hikers and joggers have also reported seeing her. Uh, they see a figure that hangs off of the H on foggy nights. Just don't go hiking, period, you guys. His name was Shane West. Oh, yeah. I remember that name. How the fuck did I remember his name was Shane? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe you liked Shane West back then. He was a big <sighs> deal, wasn't he? Maybe I'll just... Uh, and name. finally... Why would you go hiking around this place? It's called the Devil's Den. No. In Pennsylvania, where ghosts of Gettysburg apparently get their jollies. Ew, what does that mean? I don't want to know. (laughs) I'm kind of scared now. Was it like a brothel? It was a site of a bloody battle where the creek apparently ran red because of all the blood in it. Oh, okay, okay. I was very confused. It's like algae. Uh, you know, obviously, as with all these places, there's sightings of apparitions. The off-scene disheveled man who paces barefoot and tells visitors while pointing into the distance, what you're looking for is over there. Ooh, that's creepy. Mm-hmm. And that's when you go into the devil's den and you go into Hades. Yeah. And that's all I got. Which one of those sounded the scariest to you? Uh, the one with the witch. For sure. Okay, thank you. That's what yeah. I was thinking. I was like, witch for sure. Like, how they started with the dog? Like, yeah, like dog, whatever. Fine. And like, okay, cool. just apparitions wandering around. Fine. But like, the screaming of a witch? Who was hung? Yeah. For no, thanks. How the hell are you not leading with that? I don't even want to go to that state. No. Where Let was it? Hike on the tra- it was, was that Washington? I forget. Now I got to go back and look. I think it no, it was been. Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee. Tennessee. Well, okay. Well, I'm glad none of those were in Arizona because I feel like up north there could be a lot of haunted stuff. Oh, there's definitely haunted trails in Arizona. I think it's just not like people die here all the time. People probably die on trails here more than anywhere else because it's like it happens once a year on Camelback Mountain. At least somebody dies. It hasn't even been 100 degrees yet, really. Like it was 80 degrees the other day, and they've already been helicoptering people out. Yeah. Like, and it's just gonna like every year, same thing. Oh, it's 110 degrees today. 
I'm going to go hiking in the desert up Camelback Mountain. With no, like, protection on my skin, no hat, no water. Like, like I can't even go get the mail when it's 110 degrees without feeling like I'm going to die. Or, like, being in your car. That's what makes me so mad about these people that, like, leave their pets in their car and shit. And you're like, you can't even turn your car off without it being hot within, like, 10 seconds of yeah. you turning your car off when it's in the middle of the summer. That's crazy. And You know what I say? Don't try to rescue these people. Yeah. That's what I say. I say there should be a sign that says, like, if you go hiking, hiking your own risk. right now, you're not going to get rescued. Like, you're screwed if you're on your own to you get lost. That's what yeah. I say. That's what I say. Because if you're going to make that stupid decision, But then who's going to get the body? Because, because then it's like, like, then the firefighters, like, there's always reports that, like, wasn't there a year where, like, one of them hurt? died, too? Yeah, something like that. Like. Or, like, they got hurt. Yeah. And it's, like. Thousands of dollars of our time. If it's dollars. nice weather, then okay. You're the just out for a nice hike. Yeah. But if it's 110 degrees, don't do it. Don't do it. And nobody should rescue you. And if your body's there, guess what? Your body's going to stay there. Doesn't it make you wonder how, like, the people that settled the West, how the fuck they survived? Right? How did, like, they only had wagons. How did they have water for, like, their ox and their horses to even, like, make it out here? How did they have water for themselves? That's what I don't understand at all. No. I used to yell at my parents all the time because they'd be like, why did you guys decide that this is where we're going to <laughs> you live? You like air conditioner and a fridge. Like, I'm like, like, where did we live before? Like, where did you guys live before you moved here? Like California. I'm like, what did you do? Why? <laughs> why? You know what my grandma used to tell me that how they used to have air conditioner in their car? Yeah. Was they literally had a huge block of ice. Yeah. In their car. What the fuck? Like, and that's, that's fine with you? You, Yeah, there's the same thing with them. They moved from like, they so first was in Nebraska, then went to Pennsylvania, and then back here. Yeah. Okay, what? Why would you come here? Even in the 70s and shit. Why like, are like we that. here? Period. I mean, I like it now because like we have all the amenities and stuff, and I prefer the heat. But I don't like it at all. So hell yeah, there's lots of dead people everywhere. There's Even if it's not recent ones, they there's just everywhere. The first chance I get... I am moving out of Arizona. To Toronto? Ooh, that'd be amazing. And you have an NBA team too, right? I'd have a great NBA team. You got Kawi. 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 Who else? What else we got in Toronto? We got Toronto. We got MLB. You got Drake. We got Drake. No football. That's fine. No. Okay. Hockey probably. Definitely got hockey. I think. Um, I don't know. Maple Leafs. Yeah, Toronto Maple Leafs. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you're. Yeah, I got hockey. Yeah, and if you want to go to New York, yeah. you're just right there. I don't want is to that on the side of New York? I have fucking yes. no Vancouver idea is over here. Okay, and Toronto's way out there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Great Lakes, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Niagara Falls. You can die. I have no idea. Drew, Jim and Pam got married. Yeah. See. Yeah. Good. All good. right, we're done. We're good. Boom. That's it, everybody. And we're not even that late. We're moving. Kind of, sort of. I'm getting out of here. Uh, I have a question for you. Yes. Last thing. As you know, I wrote a movie script. Yeah, and I still need to read it. I'm being a bad For a horror movie. Yes. And it's fine. I understand people got lives. They got busy. But I mean, I sent it to a lot of people, and I still have not heard a word. But what I was thinking, I was like, well, if people don't have time to read it, and I understand because I hate reading shit too, what if I got like two or three other people? When you like did a reading? And we read it. Ooh. 
on the podcast. And then we see how people like it. And then we can like, that helps me because then I can see how like things flow and people are reading it. That'd be and cool. Like that. And you could do like installments if it's long. Well, it's no, because like your thing, the original thing that you had was 10 minute clips. Yeah. So you could do. But I've like changed a lot. Okay. So like longer. Like I, like I filmed, I filmed it like 10 years ago. And I sent everybody that I sent the script. I'm like, watch this. Uh-huh. I've seen the first two think. so far. And then I rewrote the script from watching that because we did a lot of improv and stuff. So like, I just rewrote that, and then I went and I changed. At first, I just changed a couple things, but like I sent you guys a bunch of different updates, mm-hmm. and now there's a lot that's changed. Okay. So it's like I kind of want everybody to watch that first, anyways. Yeah, and just get a feel. Just so they can see what it was, and then see how it is now. Okay. But um. Yeah, I don't know. You should totally do that. It's. Do you watch Frasier? Not yet. Well, it's like this one thing that he tries to do where he like does all these readings and then like shit just happens obviously and he ends up like doing most of the parts himself. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I used to hate that show, but now I like it. But I'd be down for that. That'd all be right. cool. All right. Get Conspiracy Kyle up in here and read a part. Ooh. <laughs> there we go. I don't know what part he would be. I don't know either. Maybe we'll do that. We'll see. Okay, that's all, guys. Bye, guys. I'm done. I'm going to go play Zelda. Zelda. Bye. Uh, follow us on social media. Yes, follow us at ScaredyCast. Um, at RandomVillain. At KelseyLee underscore D. Uh, anything else? Patreon. Do you guys need any superhero face stuff? Um, I mean, you can always follow us at Superhero Faces, too. Follow all that. Superhero Faces. And uh, um, that's all. Leave us reviews on iTunes, please. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Go leave a review if you haven't already. Okay, that's all. Bye, Bye. guys. See you later.